Open your King James Bible, please, to 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse number 14 for study number 157 today, please. This 15-minute audio Bible study commentary is titled 1 Timothy, study 157-and-love-1. Our text verse today is found in 1 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 14, and it reads this way, And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Now let's pray before we start our lesson today. Father, I pray you give us wisdom and understanding. Help us, Lord, to rightly divide the word of truth. Help us to lift and exalt the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to give out facts today from the Word of God to strengthen, to encourage, to challenge, that, Lord, somebody might get a hold of what we might say today, apply it to their life, and see their life changed according to what God has said in His Word. I pray, Lord, you'd open the eyes and the minds of the people that listen. We don't know who hears all these messages and studies. Help them as they take their Bible and take a word-by-word, verse-by-verse study of this book of 1 Timothy. Bless them, strengthen them, encourage them, and lift up your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now this will be study number 157, and it will be another study on verse number 14 of the first chapter of the book of 1 Timothy. This will be the eighth study on this verse 14 out of this first chapter. We will title this lesson, And Love-1. The phrase, and love, is mentioned 19 times in the Bible. This phrase is mentioned five times in the Old Testament and 14 times in the New Testament. This study 157 is a continuation of the last study, or study 156. We will look at other verses in the New Testament that contain the phrase and love that we did not have time for in our last lesson. We trust that this will be an encouragement to your soul, a strength to your heart, a challenge to your mind. Now the first reference we'll give today in this study is found in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 23. The Bible said, Peace be to the brethren. Now, the brethren's always the saved people. And love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. In this passage, here, Paul has given us his regular greeting to the believers in Christ. He says, peace be to the brethren. Remember when Paul is mentioning brethren, he's talking to the born-again believers who have repented of their sin and called upon the Lord. These are saved people. And they are the redeemed of the Lord. They're blood-washed and blood-bought. And he then says to them, And love with faith. This is actually a tremendous bit of doctrine that is much overlooked in our studies sometimes and in our churches. Without faith, it is impossible to love as we should love. Without faith in the Lord, we could not love the Lord as we ought to love the Lord. Amen. Nor could we love our families or our friends as we should love them. 
Many are trying to love without the love of the Lord in their hearts. It is utterly impossible to do so. Again, in this verse, we're shown where this love comes from. Paul says it is, and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, no faith in Christ will mean no proper love in our hearts. No proper faith in Christ will mean no proper love for the Lord or the Word of God or the love for the saints. The love for the church nor love for the things of God as well. Many are living without this love and just declare that they have Christ, but it's not so. They have been deceived. God puts love in your heart. Our next reference will be found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 8. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith. Now here's your phrase, and love. And for on helmet, the hope of salvation. In this verse, I want to look at the phrase, the breastplate of faith and love. If you want to find an interesting study, just study the breastplate found in the Bible. It's found 24 times in the Bible. Most all mentions of the word are found in the first books of the Bible, called the Book of Moses, the Book of the Law, or sometimes the Pentateuch. Three references are found in the books of Isaiah, Ephesians, and in 1 Thessalonians. All the references to the breastplate found in the book of Moses are concerning the breastplate of the priest. It had to be made a certain way and with certain materials. It had a divine purpose that God had set up. It was to be carried or put upon the breast of the priest uh, to keep things close to his heart. This is an interesting study that I hope you may seek out its truths in. I will briefly give three more references to the breastplate outside the first five books of Moses. First, in Isaiah 59 17, the Bible said, For he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation upon his head, and he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. This verse is talking about a breastplate of righteousness that the Lord will put upon his people, the Jew, in the kingdom age. He will place a breastplate of righteousness on them, and they will be a righteous people for all eternity. Second, in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 14, the Bible says, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. I just want to say a righteousness is right living, and we'll probably mention it again in a moment. He says, here, uh, as the saints of God, we're put, to the, uh, put on the breastplate of righteousness as our spiritual armor to fight the good fight of faith in this day of grace. We're certainly in a wicked world. I don't believe you'd argue with that today. And in a spiritual warfare with the devil, you can count on it. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of the air. We as the church, or as the bride of Christ, are to be righteous and filled with righteousness. Many have asked me what righteousness is. To sum it up, righteousness is just simply living right, or living according to the word of the Lord, the Bible. We're to put righteousness on our breast, to have it near our heart, and ever to cling to it. 
Right living, as the word teaches and commands us, is to be the thing that we live for every passing day of our lives. Contrary to many, living right according to the word of God is a weapon to the devil and his crowd as well. Our desire should be to love and to live for the one who purchased us and picked us up out of the pits of hell and set us free by his marvelous divine grace. He's washed us in his precious blood and established our being. He has made us brand new creatures. We are not what we used to be. Thank God for that. This breastplate of righteousness is to be an ever reminder of his love to us and his redemption in us as we wear it near our hearts. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Paul gives us a third reference in 1 Thessalonians 5.8. He says, But let us who are of the day be sober, put it on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. This verse coincides with our text and love phrase. We're to put on the breastplate of faith and love. Now we see more uh, with clarity of how we are to live when we look at these verses. We are to have the breastplate of faith and love on our breast as a child of God. How much better this world would be if all we uh, all had on the breastplate of faith and love. We're living in a day when this is not kept in the forefront of our minds. We're to keep the righteousness of God ever before us and obey the word of God and the spirit of God in our dealings with man. Every waking moment of our lives should be to please and magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. Righteousness will honor God. Righteousness will please God. And righteousness will glorify God. He will bless those who live righteously in this present evil world as long as it is real and genuine from the heart and not just a show. Amen. So let people think that we are something we're not. In Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14, the Bible said, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of, our, of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Now, Paul gives us another interesting reference in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 13. He says, Hold fast the form of sound words, which thou hast heard of me in faith, and here's your uh, little scripture, and love, that little phrase, which is in Christ Jesus. This time, Paul is telling us to hold fast the form of sound words which we have heard in faith and love. As a born-again believer, we all are to hold fast, that is to cling to and squeeze tight that which we have heard and been taught and don't let them slip. We're to give what we have learned from the Word of God through the preaching and study of the Bible, all we have, and hold it as a precious commodity. Hold it as if we were 
the dear, it was the dearest thing we could ever possess, and it is. And friend, along with our salvation, uh, that's true. Amen. Another interesting and wonderful passage on this phrase, and love, is found in Titus chapter 3 and verse number 4. And Titus says, but after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward men appeared, or toward man appeared. I love this book of Titus, along with all the other 65 books of the Bible, of course. If you read the previous verse to this verse, verse 3, you will find that there were some things that were, uh, are what we use, you know, that we were or that we used to be. Now, in this verse, we find that after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward men appeared. Praise God, what a verse. It is when we show, uh, when he shows up in our lives, that things always change. They're always changing in a positive or in a better way. I might add to that. Amen. God gives us another love. Amen. Or uh, and love phrase in 1 John three twenty three, And this is the commandment that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. This is a command that is so much needed in our day especially in the lives of the believers and in our churches. It's a command to love one another. The phrase love one another is mentioned 12 times in the Bible. John, Paul, and Peter give us these 12 verses uh, telling us that we're to love one another. I will say again, we'll not only and cannot love each other as we ought unless we love the Lord as we should. And we can't love the Lord as we should unless we possess the love of God in our hearts from and through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This will take an act of repentance on our part and the salvation of our soul. The Lord must move into our heart and the devil must move out of our heart for this to take place. This and only this will make the difference in your life and change your life and mine. There is no need to try to live for the Lord until he changes our hearts and changes our life with the gospel. We trust that this study, number 157, has informed you and helped you in the study of the Word of God. This little study today, and love, dash one, has helped to inform you, I hope, and helped you in your spiritual life. May God bless you is my prayer. Amen and amen.